play the fucking intro. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 266. 266. Right? Just sounds, it just rolls off the tongue. Feels like you should be chanting that in a hardcore show. 266. 266. It's like how uh, how some hardcore shows, or some hardcore bands, they like uh, chant their area code, like in Salt Lake, right. representing 801. Right? <laughs> you know, still like that. So, whatever area code it is, uh, 266, I'd like to see a hardcore band from there um, repping their area code. <laughs> it's probably just in the middle of, I don't know, Iowa somewhere. <laughs> it, it could very well be, it could very well be uh, area code 206, or 266, what am I saying? 266. We're not on episode two six, or 206. So, the area code is in Ohio. Okay, I was pretty close. <laughs> so if you're if you're curious, uh, there you go. Ohio, represent. Where's that two six six? Ohio, maybe. Well, there were some good hardcore bands that came out of Cleveland. I know that, including Ringworm and Integrity. So there's that. <laughs> maybe it's or Cleveland. I don't know. We're gonna get into this show, and this show, a lot of great music, a lot of good stuff to get to. Uh, no interview, but some great albums, some great, uh, a lot of new stuff that we're going to get to. So let's get into the new stuff. We're going to oh, start yeah. on May 20th, and Booze and Glory put out Raising the Roof EP. Uh, that's on Pirates Press. We talked about it because we looked at it because I have it here. And we talked about that last week, along with the Bishop's Green, Black Skies, also on Pirates Press. Funeral Dress, they released Let's Go Down the Pub. I was listening to that earlier today. The Decline, that was a single, by the way. The Decline released Absent Mindlessness, which is a single on P Records. Jeffrey Thunders and the Scabs released Singing with the Ghosts, which is a collection of their songs. Uh, it's on Die Hipster Records, and it is a collection of all of their, well, not all, but previously released material that you can find, but now you can find it all in one package. B12 released Valahi Sevda, Sevdadin. On Mevzu Records, which they are based out of Istanbul, the record label is. Carotene Choke, they released a split with Anti Stasi, and it's called A Fucking Split. It's an EP. A Fucking Split. <laughs> Malavista, they released Ruthless and Toothless, which is an LP. Powerhouse OBHC, they released Renegade Single, which is the last single that they are going to be releasing before their mid-June, June 17th release. So definitely be on the lookout for the LP now that the three singles have been released. Defiance, they released a new album called War on the Streets. That was also in the last one on the 20th. And they will be touring with The Drowns and they'll actually be coming to Salt Lake. Defiance That's and right. The Drowns. And I'm going to be gone out of town that week. I'm so pissed because I'd love to see both bands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know the feeling. Uh, so, uh, hopefully Eric's lucky enough that he is available and able to go, because that'll be a great show. Which date is that again? I want to say the 20th of June, but we will get there. when I'll talk about it during the live show, so I'll look it up. Okay. Claim Choice, they released We Won't Give In on UVPR on the 21st. The Path and Gone Wrong released a split together on the 21st. Analog Decryption released I Fucked Up 
On the 22nd, Rat Bones released Teenage Confusion and Adult Delusion on Mom's Basement Records. On the 23rd, Demersal released a four-way split with Piet Anthel, Letter Bombs, and Vientre. And Demersal, they're from Denmark. I am not sure where the other three bands are from, but that's what came out on the 23rd. On the 24th, Knife Man released Corpse Ball, which is a single. Screed, S-C-R-E-E-D, kind of like that band Creed, but with an S in front. So it's probably way cooler, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What Have We All Became on Melodic Punk Style Records. Uh, Dalton's, they released Double Tampone, which is two singles. It's a promo single because their album is actually going to be released on UBPR after summer. So I assume that means fall. I don't know what album release after summer (laughs) means other than that, but (laughs) that's what they put. Maybe right before next summer because it is technically after summer. True. It could be. I'm not sure, but be on the lookout for it. It's cool. I like the two tracks I've already heard. Yeah. Maybe it's just uh, just within the just within the vicinity of nine months that are not June through August. Right. We'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> Street Outlaws, they released Here to Stay on the 25th. Skullcrack released Addicted to the Underground on Indecision Records on the 27th. Tear Them Down released Dystopian Beats on the 27th. Smoker Fire released Beauty Fades on the 27th. Haven't heard that yet. Definitely want to check it out. Haven't had a chance. Uh, Recidive, they released Tripes de, de Asia on UVPR, which is an EP on the 27th. Final Grasp, they released Homebound, which is just two tracks because their album is coming. Motorsav on the 27th released Respiratordrome. They're from Denmark, too. I probably mispronounced that, but go look at Motorsav. On the 27th, also, Codename Rocky, they released Blueprint EP on Wiretap Records. Ditches released Drunk Dial Number 2, which is two tracks on the 27th. Zanzara released two-track EP called Tuto Kelo Chehai Non Valniente. And I'm sure that is not pronounced correctly, but go look up Zanzara and listen to those two tracks. Okay, then. Thought Crimes released a new single on Pure Noise Records, and that is that single's called Panopticon. The Unborn released Visitori, Visita, Visitatory, which is a two-track tribute to the V miniseries. That was before your, your lifetime there, Eric. I believe that was in the late 80s. Maybe. <laughs> and uh, that uh, cool miniseries made me think about that. I actually have the DVD of the miniseries, V. So made me think, maybe I should go back and watch that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. We'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Lost Legion released Bridging Electricity on LSM Vinyl. That's an EP on the first the Venomous Pinks are releasing Vita Moors, June 3rd. Stormtroopers of Love are releasing Go Go Graveyard on the 10th. And the Black Pits are releasing Nevada Jacks on rotaryvinyl.com. We will talk more about Stormtroopers of Love in a minute. Uh, I know I'm going to get to more releases. I'm sure there's a whole bunch of stuff that I just haven't had a chance to get to. So next week we'll probably talk more about uh, releases that came out on the 3rd through the 10th. Eric, what do you got to add? Well, I have a couple. 
Uh, probably the one that I've been listening to the most was, uh, well, the one I'm going to be talking about today, which is uh, Snuff Tape's debut single. But I will talk, talk about that more in just a few minutes. Uh, let me see. Oh, where was that? Oh, yeah. Not exactly punk, but Miopa that was released by Miesmore and Thou. So that's some sludgy black metal for you right there. I listened to it today. It's Oh, it is a brutal, brutal record. So... I love it. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, where was the song? I have a list, and it is uh, the songs are just escaping me. There we are. Yeah, the newest from Funeral Chic that came out uh, last week, Spit and Crawl. Still listening to that. And, oh yeah, the newest track from the Flatliners, and their upcoming album, New Ruin. That will be released August 5th, but they have a new song out called Performative Hours, and it's a pretty good song, but... I'm not going to talk about much of it because I will be releasing it not next episode, but the one after that. Cool. Yeah, I. Yeah, next week I will be talking about the Funeral Chic song, and then the week after that, the Flatliners. And hopefully Funeral Dress will have released some new music that I will like and I consider worthy of talking about on this show. Which I'm sure it is because Funeral Dress have not released anything bad. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> well, let's get into that new stuff. And before we do, uh, June 22nd at Aces High Saloon is where you'll see The Drowns with Defiance, just so you know. Okay, let me... That's a little further out than the new the tours and stuff like that that, that we would talk about. So I'm going to just mention it right now. And they'll be playing uh, starting June 8th and going through June 24th, several places throughout California, Arizona, Texas... Denver, Boise, and in Seattle, they'll wrap up. So uh, go check out at The Drowns if you want to. And I'm sure Defiance, I'm looking on The Drowns Instagram page right now, looking at their tour poster. So go look at that. Northwest to the Southwest. All right. I got that plugged in with my shows to look out for. Yeah, there's nothing much else happening that week. but Well, it's going to be a great show to go to then. Uh, damn right it's going to be a great show. <laughs> Also, one more thing that I got to plug. This is also not punk per se. It's actually uh, death metal. But my friend Matt Lloyd, who I've talked about on this show, he is the current drummer for Crow Killer. Okay. But he also does recordings for uh, various metal and hardcore bands. And one metal band called Recidivist is releasing their debut single, Caverns of the Dead, on June 8th. So that's a week from today. Cool. So I'm excited to hear what they are. I met them at... I met them a few weeks ago at the Gate Creeper show. We were standing in the merch line, and we were like, wait a minute, you're Eric from Anonymous, are you? Holy shit, you recognize me, and I don't recognize you. <laughs> this is what it's like being famous. <laughs> uh, anyway, so talk to those guys. I'm excited to hear where this is uh, coming from. It looks like it's going to be brutal. I mean, the, out, the artwork just looks like it's a faux Mark Riddick album cover. If you know who Mark Riddick is, he's a, uh, well... Well, he's brutal. Very hard lines, black and white. Pretty amazing stuff here. Check it out, Dustin. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, yeah, he's done a lot of There's album covers. There's a lot covers, going on there. A lot of merch. Yeah. Yeah, I even have a Death Clock poster with his artwork on it. Nice. So, so yeah, he's everywhere. He's omnipresent in the metal scene, and he's, and for good reason, he's a great artist. Anyway, this is a, yeah, this is a music TV show, not a fucking 
art criticism <laughs> podcast. So, Snuff Tape. Right. Yeah, Snuff Tape. One of the latest and greatest from uh, Salt Lake in the straight edge hardcore scene. And, yep, I've seen them. They have some... They have that old school style. I mean, old school according to me. As, like, it's been a near decade since hardcore like this has been, uh, I don't know, popular. <laughs> like, uh, ever since Expire just kind of uh, went down... Da- went down and called it quits, and uh, that style of hardcore kind of died in the underground and just hit a bit of a lull. But now it's coming back with the at least an hour scene with the likes of Spent and Victim to None and, of course, Snuff Tape. And they are doing so with the first song they have released as of 4-28-2022. That is April 28th. So you had just about uh, just over a month to get familiar with this song. But for those of you who haven't, Here it is, this is their first song ever, Stained Soul. tape for y'all some good beat down style just crush them up fuck them up hardcore (laughs) though i gotta point out stained soul nah you know stained lost their soul when aaron lewis went faux good old boy country as if stained ever had a soul to begin with (laughs) 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 i think it's funny aaron lewis he pulled a fucking ted nugent just this guy from the northern just yeah, just from the north part of the U.S. Who's from a metropolis in 
Yeah, a metropolis in some some state that no one really considers to have any country or roots music and just decides, you know what, I'm going to become a good old boy country music star. Yeah, that's kind of, at least, that's the way they present. calls to you, right? Yeah. You know, he did what he wanted to do as Stained, at least for the time being, and I guess something else was calling his name. Yeah. But it's pretty funny to watch those guys just do a complete turnaround. Like, you compare Ted Nugent to how he was in the 70s to how he is now. It's like, good God. <laughs> what happened, man? Same thing with Aaron Lewis. Right. Like, he was in that post-grunge era from Springfield, Massachusetts. He had the little eyebrow piercing and just all those frat boy tattoos, making the frat boy rock that everyone listens to to feel edgy oh <laughs> uh, yeah it's on the same style of like creed and puddle of mud and soul embrace and god i just hate that music i grew up with it and i hated it i tried to avoid it but i can't they still play it on the radio these days don't listen to the radio listen to us right anyway uh snuff tape my boy alec the one of the few people who is taller than me <laughs> That's how I recognize you. You are killing it with this uh, new band and those new vocals, and I hope to see you very soon. Actually, I will be seeing you very soon. You'll be playing a lot of shows this summer, awesome. but we'll get to that soon. All right, well, we're going to move into uh, two bands that are very similar to each other. First, we're going to get into a band from Copenhagen. The band is Stormtroopers of Love. Just talking about their release, Go Go Graveyard, which is going to be released June 10th of this year so not this friday but a week from friday and uh the bass the double bass player not just the bass player because this is the the style of music that we're getting into the double bass player uh but goes by the name of sergeant hell yeah (laughs) and, and does backing vocals for uh the band as well shared a bunch of the singles i played the first single release back in april i think for uh, Go Go Graveyard. Well, they've released three other single scents. Uh, very gracious enough to share them our way. So, you know what? I'm going to play two of them right now. We're going to play them back to back. And you can check out what's coming out on Go Go Graveyard here on June 10th. Let's get into Stormtroopers of Love. I like the name, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Stormtroopers of Love. Right? Is that what happened when, uh, is that what happened when uh, SOD went all hippie on us? Right. I thought they were the hippie killers. <laughs> well, well, that's bad religion. Never mind. They have a song about killing hippies. I know that. <laughs> I'm look that up and I'll be back with you. This is a different style of music. We're going to play them both back to back. First track, Don't Leave Me in the This Coffin. Sorry, I was going to say The Coffin. It's Don't Leave Me in This Coffin. And the second one, Making Love in the Crematory. Here we go.
Now that's some psycho belly with which I am most familiar. Right? <laughs> love in a crematory. Right. I mean, it's no uh, love in a hearse, you know, via necromantics, but still, <laughs> still, it's nice to know that people still believe in, well, not necrophilia, but that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's good stuff. Uh, uh, send my condolences out. The keyboard player, Jens, unfortunately did pass away uh, in between the first single and the second single coming. Aww. And so it's really unfortunate. Uh, I, want, I still want to thank the band, though, for sharing the music. Hopefully in a time like this that you know the release will go well June 10th. And you know I'm not sure how playing shows, of course, they would want to get out and play shows. But I'm not sure how that would go. But I definitely recommend checking it out. The band, uh, Go Go Graveyard. You've heard two tracks here. I played one over on Punkinoid Worldwide last month. Well, actually, now it's, I guess it's the month before now. <laughs> <laughs> it's now June. So back in April I did. And it's cool. I like the theme. Uh, it is uh, Rotten Romance in Three Acts, right? So the, the music is very thematic for the album. Go Go Graveyard, that artwork is really cool, so definitely check it out. There's different artwork for the singles that have been released, but also the band's album, Be On The Lookout, again, June 10th. The band's only been around since 2018, and the band is consisted of B. Strangelove on guitar and backing vocals, Sergeant Hell Yeah on double bass and backing vocals, Dr. Harder on vocals, Lockjaw on drums, and Old McDonald uh, doing, yes, Old McDonald, organ and FX uh, for this current album, Go Go Graveyard. So, again, check them out. Copenhagen is where they're located, so I'm sure when they're playing shows, it'll be somewhere near there, at least initially. But man, it'd be cool if they come to the U.S. There's some cool psychobilly bands to come play with here but there's also plenty to play with over in Europe as well. So mm-hmm. That much we know. <laughs> yes, that is true. So check them out. Go check out the artwork. Check out the album when it comes out. Go check out all the singles. The newest one that just came out is Hell O, which just came out, I think it was last Friday. So uh, that is the fourth one that I have not played yet, and it features Peter Sandor from uh, Ola Ghost, an ex-necromantics and uh, as Dr. Satan. It features Peter Sandorf as Dr. Satan on there. So uh, check them out. Check out. I hope you liked those ones. We're going to get into something similar, but from France this time. The band's name is Nurses Dead Bodies, and they released Beyond the Grave on March 25th. So this is a nice little response to the aforementioned bands. <laughs> right. Absolutely. I figured... You know what? They both have new stuff. Let's put them on the same episode. It's like, don't leave me in this coffin. Okay. Nurses, dead bodies. Here comes the, well, the, the song title Zombie Queen. <laughs> yes. This, this, yep, exactly. The song title Zombie Queen. Uh, the band, being from France, they tell the six stories of a disturbed nurse on Wild Punk Rips with the Psycho Billy style. Uh, I want to thank Jew Dead Bass. That, or, I don't know if it's Jew or you. In a lot of European languages, the J is pronounced with the Y, but here we go. I know in, uh, I know at least in Finnish, it is a Y sound, but I think in uh, France, it'd be like a Joux. I think so, too. Yeah, because I remember uh, how you pronounce the letter J in French is J. 
or G. Yep. Let's see. Ah, she, she. Yes, I think you're right. And so, Zhu Dead Bass, I want to thank you. Uh, Beyond the Grave is the album. It came back out back in March, so it's been out just over two months. Let's check out something from it called Zombie Queen. We're going to keep the psychobilly rolling. the whole story down let's see go to the graveyard and they hear the zombie queen saying don't leave me in this coffin so they pull her from beyond the grave and next thing you know they're making love in the crematory right there you go (laughs) (laughs) yes indeed well uh i don't know me personally i'm not familiar with too many female fronted psychobilly bands so there you go there's one for you well, yeah, I can honestly say I don't know that many either. So any uh, Psychobilly fans in there want to g- shed some light on that? Right. I mean, I don't listen to much, like, at all, so... Well, for everybody else, you now know one, Nurses Dead Bodies from France, but if uh, somebody else knows other ones, 
I'm sure I could think of it. Uh, you know, it's like on the tip of my tongue. I want to say there is, but I just can't think of it. So, uh, so I'm not saying that there isn't. I just can't think of them. I don't know. The only one that comes close is uh, 45 Grave to me, but they're not psychobilly. They're just uh, a cultish punk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the yeah, the singer, she's got a very, uh, she's got a voice that's not too dissimilar from what I was hearing from Dead Bodies. Cool. Well, check out those. We had a uh, bunch of psychobilly there, preceded by some, some Salt Lake hardcore. So let's get into some older, lesser known. Eric, what do you got? Well, I got a band that is very fresh in my head, as in I just saw them play live two nights ago. Awesome. That being uh, Monday night. That was Memorial Day. And this is how I was celebrating Memorial Day, by watching uh, punk rock bands play. What a great day to spend Memorial Day. Exactly. I mean, there wasn't there wasn't much else going on. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, who, who the hell cares? Anyway, the band that I saw is a band called Hell Fury from Austin, Texas. And, oh boy, when I saw them live, holy shit, they were just so, they were just manic. <laughs> they just felt so, they felt violent. That's awesome. Well, a cool band there. Yeah, it was a cool band. And, unfortunately, the songs that stood out to me during their set have yet to be released. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're going to be on the lookout then. Yeah, we'll be on the lookout. I mean, in the they are so unreleased that they're not even recorded. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I, helped, I stood back and uh, talked with their uh, bass player as I was buying their merch. I bought their record, which is uh, which is the one that we'll be talking about today, Cost of Life. And and yeah, they were like, yeah, none of those songs on there that you're asking about. I'm like, Damn it. That's okay. I'll get it anyway. Because... <laughs> I mean, I liked everything that I heard on this show. It's just the two standout tracks. Damn it. Yeah, but that's uh, that's water under the bridge, and hopefully that water will come back around. Right? So, so yeah, with uh, Hell Fury and their album Cost of Life, it's uh, there's a lot of great songs on there. It is, yeah, it is fast. It's got that power violence kind of grindy and even old school hardcore feel to it. And... And yeah, just watching them live, their singer, uh, Bobby, she had this look on her face that was like this, let's see, it was like a serial killer look. <laughs> it's just the way that her eyes were, were, they were just so polarizing, and they were just like eyeing all around the venue, and she just had this snarl going on. It's like, oh God, I hope she doesn't look directly at me. I think she might eat my soul. <laughs> <laughs> But that's what makes her such a great, uh, uh, such a great front woman. Just like, you know, she holds your attention. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But in between songs, she's just a uh, cracking fun. Just like, you know, not taking herself too seriously. Which a band of this caliber, yeah, you don't expect them to do so. I mean, they're called Hell Fury, and they got a little pitchfork going between the letters in their logo. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it looks kind of cheesy, but don't let that fool you. The album cover itself is pretty br brutal and the music is also as brutal. So here is the song that I think uh, that stood out to me. It's like my third favorite song, you can call it. <laughs> <laughs> and at least my favorite that is off of this album, Toxic Agenda, which is actually... Uh, which actually uh, correlates with some of the goings of on happening in in the US Supreme Court now that Roe versus Wade is on the line. <laughs> That's what she is talking about here. It's like what government has the control of my body? None. None government has control, so go fuck yourself. 
So here it is, Toxic Agenda. You may not hear it in the lyrics, but you'll hear at some point. She's a bit more coherent. So here you are. That's basically what we got going on. <laughs> so yeah, Hell Fury. Uh, check out the rest of that album, Cost of Life. That's just one of the ten tracks on there, and it is a solid LP. Um, yeah, I've given it quite a few listens the uh, over the last uh, couple days since acquiring said record. And yeah, great band, great people, great music. Enough said. <laughs> well, we got one more before we start talking about some live shows and live music and such. Uh, this band, Rock and Bob Punk Band, they're out of Beverly, Massachusetts. Played the band before. They put out Almost Gone, which is seven songs. It came out March 1st of 2020. Yes, March 1st, 2020. Uh, huh. Right? Just right. Terrible time to schedule releases looking back to the past. Not Obviously, when you schedule your release, you don't know. But yep. <laughs> uh, they put out Almost Gone, which is seven songs then. Uh, I want to thank Sean for sending the CD. I've played a couple other tracks before. We're going to play another one. The band Rock and Bob features Rock and Bob of Jerry's Kids, Fur Apples of the FUs, and Earth Dog of Sleeper Agent. And they play to reinterpret an early style of punk when it was quick to gash at boredom, kill hippie rock, and burn disco duck. <laughs> You know, it's funny. All they're missing is uh, Al Burrell. <laughs> and uh, yeah, anyone from Gang Green. There you go. Uh, insert name from Boston Hardcore Band of early 80s here. <laughs> and joke. Go check them out on Bandcamp. You can find this or you can buy the CD. Go see their shows. Uh, again, Beverly, Massachusetts. They're uh, rbpunkband.bandcamp.com. That's where you'll find it. We're going to check out a track called Kamikaze Love Song. Oh 
they say bringing it back to, uh, you know, old school punk rock, but I'm like, yeah, it's got a lot of uh, rock and roll into it. I mean, what is the guy? Rock and Bob punk band? Right. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, punk rock and roll. Right, I agree. Yeah. Which is funny, because like earlier I was mentioning all the old school Boston hardcore guys, and I remember specifically when SSD Control went like total rock and roll in their later years. <laughs> like, a, uh, I can't remember the name of the album titles per se, but I know that rock was a word in those titles. Right. And yeah, they just went straight uh, hard rock, and it was kind of funny. It both made and broke their band. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, you know, you can appeal to a different audience, but maybe other audiences might not be as into you as they used to be. But yeah, and your old school fans may not be so keen either. <laughs> you know, I, I think the better approach is to do like these guys did. They have the bands, and then they get together with some other people and start something completely different. And you can have your one thing and your other thing, and people can like the one thing, they can like this thing, and if they like both, they can like both. Oh, yeah. Just talk to any given Metallica fan. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get schooled on the, not just that band, but just the whole idea of cherry-picking an entire band's discography. Right. <laughs> well, that was Rock and Bob Punk Band, Kamikaze Love Song, off of Almost Gone, Seven Songs. Thank you again to Sean... Go check them out. They're from Beverly in Massachusetts. That's probably the only band from Beverly. I need to look that up on the map and see where Beverly in Massachusetts is. It's, uh, um, yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> Maybe it's on the very tippity tip of the of the curve that surrounds Cape Cod. Or it could be like way far inland and nowhere near the ocean. Yeah, maybe it's on the most northern west corner of Massachusetts. <laughs> Who knows? We'll have to look it up. Except anyway, for people in Beverly, I guess they know. Yeah, and maybe some surrounding cities. Yeah, if there are any. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into some some live shows, upcoming shows, those kind of things. You saw some shows last week. Yes, I did. Um, yeah, earlier you heard what I was talking about, about the band uh, Hell Fury, and yep, I reiterate, Hell Fury, great band, really awesome live show, some songs that I wish were recorded so I can listen to them again, <laughs> but I just, I guess I just have to wait for when they come back, or I go out and see them, who knows, uh, but anyway, yeah, they were still a great band, uh, the opening bands. Uh, yeah, I arrived late to the show, and Marine Corps were just taking down their gear as I arrived, and and I met with the I met with the dudes, and they were just like, "Oh, hey, don't worry, I'm glad you missed the set." I'm like, "What? I'm not. Come on. <laughs> I mean, you may have thought you played shitty, but now I'll never know if I could agree with you <laughs> <laughs> or disagree with you. It's like, but I, I don't know. But Marine Corps, they'll be back. They will be back. Uh. Oh God, what was the, the other band that was playing? Oh yeah, Fight the Future. Fight the Future. I love seeing those guys live. They get better every time. And uh, and yeah, they're just great old school, late 80s, straight edge hardcore music. And, you know, nothing really new to the, uh, uh, to the caveat of hardcore. But it's still, I guess you could say it's like comfort food. It's like, you know what you're getting. You know that you're going to like it. And you just feel satisfied every time. That's how I feel about seeing Fight the Future live. Right. Yeah, great people, great band, and new music coming ahead. They actually have, they said, a 7-inch coming out. Like an actual physical 7-inch. That's cool. I'm like, oh, finally. 
seven inches of music on its way. <laughs> and, uh, and I was getting down to it a bit. There wasn't a lot of people there, but I was like doing my hardcore dance. I went across the dance floor doing the flailing fists. And then as I turned around, I did what I call hardcore disco dancing. So I just stuck the hand hound down to my hip and then just shot it up in the air like so and just <laughs> shimmied across the floor doing that but very aggressively <laughs> people were laughing their asses off even afterwards there was like some uh, uh some disco funk music playing as the buffer music <laughs> and and me and uh william from marine corps and uh uh, one other person I can't I can't remember. We were just all like in a dancing circle doing our faux embarrassing disco dance moves, and it was a lot of fun. Okay, and uh, and yeah, of course, Narc. They closed out the they closed out the night, and it's Narc. It's a brutal set every time, as in their music is just in, it's insanely maniacal, and it's just so menacing. Um, me and my friends, uh, uh, Parker and Nick, we were sitting at one of the bar booths and we were playing the card game war with cards that were an inch wide and maybe an inch and a half long. <laughs> Cause we asked uh, the bartender is like, do you have any uh, cards? And she presented us with that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, we can make this work. And nice. we did. Unfortunately, they didn't have a chessboard, which is what my friend Nick was asking about. Because they got, he got it in his head that he wanted to play chess, so now he's like gonna. Now I guess he's like gonna try and make a chess club. Okay. And meet at uh, Aces High every Sunday. I'm like, okay, well, uh, we'll see how that goes. Right. <laughs> Be awesome. Because I haven't played chess in a long ass time. <clears throat> so. Uh, but yeah, this is a, about a punk rock show, not a chess club. Right? <laughs> okay. But let's uh, let's get down to the show that everyone was waiting for me to talk about. And I guess everyone, by everyone, I mean most likely no one. But I'm going to talk about it anyway. <laughs> me? Was, oh, yeah. Him. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Dustin was looking forward to it. And I gave him a little bit, a sort of a bridge version of what the show was like. Anyway... The show that I am talking about is me seeing at the House of Blues in San Diego, my boys, my friends, and Project Sellout opening up for Total Chaos, the Chromags, and the Exploited. Nice. And holy hell, that was a stacked lineup. And the show, the bands, they did not disappoint. Every single one of them was on fire that night. Project Sellout, to begin with, they were great. They were just in the, they were just in their niche. They were, they were. Owning, they were owning the stage, and they were really winning over the audience. And, of course, I was front row center, just, like, pointing out all the press gods, cheering them on, just like, you guys are doing awesome. <laughs> and, and yeah, they were they were great. One thing that, was, uh, that bummed me out is, like, this is our last song. This one's called No Room for a Rat. I'm like, oh, I love this song. It's one of my favorites. And then they got cut off. It was like, oh, wait, I guess we reached our uh, set time. Well, sorry, that was our last song. We'll see you guys. Oh, that's <laughs> like, too bad. Damn it. Damn it. Time constraints. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, it's okay. It was still a good set nonetheless. They played they played quite a few songs, and they played my favorite one, which is To Whom It May Concern, which is, uh, it was released as a single, uh, not on a single, it was, on a, it was released on a split back in, I think, 2017 with the band Meth Breath, and 
And yeah, I talked about that seven inch, how it's so weird that the two tracks that PSO put on there are out of order. <laughs> and and then they're on the side that says the meth breath side, when it's like, no, 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 it's on the opposite side. So you got to listen to side B, what says side B to listen to our side. Just a, uh, the split was a mess, but it's still good. It's still played. Um, so yeah, Project Sailout, they were badass. And Next up was Total Chaos. It was my first time seeing them, and boy, I gotta say, the, for as long as they've been around, they've been around since the uh, since the '90s. And Rob Chaos, he is still owning the stage. He is just like belting out those lyrics. He sounds like he hasn't aged a day past his twenties. He is just killing it up there. That's awesome. And of course, still got the eyeliner, still got the spikes and everything. And they'll they'll be coming here. They'll be coming here. Like uh, they'll be playing aces. I can't remember the date, but I will. I'll be unveiling that in a minute. Okay. Uh, so yeah, seeing Total Chaos again in a smaller venue, a smaller setting. That's gonna be rad. That will be cool. So yeah, get a round two with that one, and then we get to see which is arguably my favorite band on the bill. That is Chromags. I have talked to any and all ends of the universe about that band on this podcast. And I can now officially say that I have seen both versions. Yes, there are two Chromags, just like there are two black flags. Right. <laughs> and which one is better? Well, I guess that depends on which, which era of the Chromags you love the most. For me, I love the Age of Quarrel. That is one of my most favorite albums, period, of all time. And... The other uh, stuff in the black, f- uh, the black flag, the Chromags uh, uh, catalog is eh, it's hit and miss, and that's the kind way of putting it. Some of it is just it's either really terrible or at best forgettable. But that's not to say that they didn't have a few bangers on there, like uh, uh what was the yeah, best wishes, the one that came out after Age of Coral. There's still some good uh, crossover mixture in there. There's one or two good songs in Alpha and Omega. Revenge is just forgettable. And the newest album that they that they came out with, the... Uh, ah, damn, I forgot the title. End of the World, something like that. Okay. <laughs> the one that came out in 2020. Yes, there are some good bangers on that. Uh, although it does feel like it's trying to recapture that energy of Age of Coral. And not exa- it's a... It's a tall order to fill. So, <laughs> so yeah, but it was good. And as for the Chromag set, there were a lot of uh, songs that were from their later chronology. They only paid, they only played three songs, three songs from Asia Quarrel. They opened up with We Gotta Know, and then further down the line, they played my favorite song, at least, Life of My Own. And, of course, it's not a Chromag set without Hard Times. <laughs> so, yeah, they had to play Hard Times. <clears throat> Though I was pretty, uh, I was pretty shocked slash disappointed that they didn't do World Peace. I'm like, man, that would have been. Come on, that's got the opening baseline and everything. You're really not going to play that, nah, whatever. <laughs> so yeah, well, a lot of the songs they played, I wasn't too familiar with. It was awesome to see Harley playing really, just playing his heart out. I mean, the guy, if you've seen him live. He looks like a feral animal, <laughs> just the way he like sneers his face and just like squints his eyes and just scowls at the audience. And he's also, he's short and he's very built. 
And there was one point where he was wearing a tank top and he just ripped it off. Like, he's like, I have no time to remove my base. I'm just ripping it off of my, <laughs> ripping it off my torso. Nice. And the braider of the night, the best way I can describe him is he looks like a gargoyle. <laughs> <laughs> but he's just walking and stomping all around the stage. He's really getting into it. So, so yeah, it's cool to see, it's cool to see that Harley's still bringing his all to, to a live setting. As for singing, the songs that I recognized that he was uh, that he was playing, I was like, "Oh, he's coming up a little short on the vocals here." Uh. So yeah, I'm not a fan of Harley Flanagan as a vocalist per se. As a bass player, I think he's fucking great. I think he's got one of the hardest uh, uh, hardest hardcore styles of bass playing. That's awesome. At least in at least in that genre of uh, punk and hardcore, and a bit of crossover as well. Yeah, but as a vocalist, there's still, uh, it does leave more to be had. Okay. So, we'll be, yeah. So, that's the only negative thing I gotta say about that. I got to meet him after the show. I didn't get a picture with him, but I got to shake his hand. I got, he gave me a big old fucking hug. It just like, <laughs> squoze the air out of me. I'm like, damn, that's what that feels like. <laughs> and by the way, he's incredibly short. He's like, I don't know, five and a half feet tall. Wow. <laughs> he is so, just like this. <laughs> but you wouldn't know that looking at him on stage because, you know, stage, everyone looks taller. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was pretty cool. You could tell he was totally high. And I learned that uh, Noah Prescott from uh, Project Sellout, Prior to going on stage, he smoked out Harley. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. And I also got another funny story about that uh, coming up with the uh, during the exploited set. So after a quick swig of water, uh, let's get into the exploited set. And oh my God, third time seeing him, third time I was not disappointed. Because, <laughs> man, the exploited, Waddy who has been going with his band since 80, 1980, 1981, somewhere around there. They were just part of that, that overhaul of UK punk rock, that being the UK 82 explosion, just going alongside the subhumans, going alongside a, a GBH and Discharge and just really reinventing the genre. That was when all the hair was getting spiked up and the jackets were all leathered and just having all these matted logos on there. It was it was a crazy time to my understanding, and the exploited, yeah, they still put on a crazy show. <laughs> Between like every or so song, Waddy was always hitting the mic on his head, just like tapping the steel plate, just pop pop. Wow! I'm like, okay, God, <laughs> it's still just so, <laughs> it's still so striking every time. And they played almost all of my all of the songs I wanted them to play. They opened up with "Let's Start a War." I was like, heck. Called it. I knew they were going to start with that. And then they went on to do, like, uh, Troops of Tomorrow. They also did, of course, they had to do Punk's Not Dead. <laughs> they did Barmy Army. They did, uh, uh... I can't remember the songs off the top of my head, but they will come. But the one that I wanted to uh, point out specifically was Sex and Violence. Everyone knows that one. Yeah. Everyone is recognizable with the lyrics because it is literally just those three words repeating on top of themselves. But it's much better to see live than on the record 
Because when they play it live, they bring everyone up on stage. It's like, all right, security, move out of the way. Get a few people up on here. That's cool. <laughs> Unfortunately, I was not able to make it up on that stage. They uh, cut me off. Damn. But Zach Prescott, from a while, uh, after a while being up on stage, he was looking at me. He's like, hey, come up here. Come up here. And I just pointed to the security. I'm like, they won't let me. <laughs> It's like, so I just, uh, at least I was up front to watch everything. And it was a good thing, too, because stage right, out comes Noah. And what is he holding in his hand but a big old bog? <laughs> and he's just ripping a fat bowl on stage while everyone around him is screaming sex and violence. <laughs> it, was a, it was a sight to be seen. And if you were there, you know what I mean. If you weren't, well, hopefully you uh, picture that in your head. <laughs> so, yeah. Overall, great show. I am so happy I made the trek out there. And that, oh, let me tell you, when I woke up that morning, I was expected, I was uh, expected to go on a flight that was leaving around 8 a.m. And I woke up at 5, 6 in the morning to a text message from Delta Airlines saying that my flight was canceled. I'm like, you gotta be shitting me. Oh, man. But we rebooked it. Okay, when? Your flight will be booked at 10 p.m. tonight. I go, well, at 10 p.m. tonight, I am supposed to be in the venue. <laughs> I was leaving the day of the show. Big mistake. But fortunately, I was able to get on the, you know, get on the website and find a flight that, uh, that was leaving earlier that same day. I'm like, okay, good. Just, fuck. <laughs> I already bought my ticket. Of course I'm going to make it to that show. I don't care how. Right. I'm going to be there. So, fortunately... That worked out. Got on the later flight, made it to uh, made it to San Diego. Met up with my friends with time to spare. Had some good old fish tacos because that's the first thing I got to do when I get to San Diego is fish tacos because <laughs> they make them the best over there. So I'm told. <laughs> but the ones that I've had, yeah, they are unmatched by anywhere else. Awesome. So yeah, San Diego. That show. Fuck, it was a great time. What else can I say? It was, it was a great way. These last two shows, it was a great way to see out May, which was loaded with so many concerts. Right. I feel every week I had another show to talk about this last month. June is kind of a lull, though. There's not a lot of big acts uh, coming through. Okay. Yeah. But I will get to that in a second. Um, I've got to take a break. Dustin, you talk about the shows. Yes, I got four that I'm going to mention. Uh, one is probably a precursor to the one one of the ones you're going to talk about. On June 9th at the Dive Bar in Las Vegas, you can see Total Chaos, Soldiers of Destruction, Gob Patrol, which I'll be playing on an upcoming episode, and Endless Struggle, who's from here in Salt Lake. So go check that one out. That's going to be on June 9th. Trashed Again, they'll be playing... At the Hamilton Station, there'll be their double EP launch with Buckled, who's from Queensland, and Maids of Horror. Uh, it'll be band starting at 7, but happy hour if you show up early, 4 to 7. Uh, you got some happy hour to get on to, so go get there for their double EP launch, because they've released two EPs already in 2022, and both are fantastic. I love Trashed Again. Hunting Lions, Bryog, Warning, Under 15 Seconds. Uh, all of those bands are going to be playing at Three Disciples Brewing. It's a free show on June 4th. It's brought to you by North Bay Pirate Punk. 
and go over to Three Disciples Brewing to check it out. And finally, it's too late to mention because it's happening probably as we speak or just getting ready to, but on June 1st at the Metro Music Hall in Salt Lake City, the band United Defiance, cool band out of California, they are here playing with Crow Flower and American Humor. So hopefully you, if you were here, you got to go check out United Defiance. They are a cool band. Eric, what shows do you have to add to that before we go to Great Cover Cover Albums? Well, I got a few. I'm pull, trying to pull up that, uh, that Total Chaos show that will be coming here. Ah, here we are, June 8th. June 8th, so next week, a week from today, yeah, a week from today, they will be playing at Aces High Saloon with Power Beer and with the Ulteriors. That's going to be a fun fucking show. Right? Yep, just to see, just to have Total Chaos back. They haven't been back since, fuck, when was that? That was way back in uh, 2016, 2015, I want to say. I know they played uh, the Bridge. It was a venue that doesn't exist anymore. Okay. <clears throat> and they played with uh, Drunk as Shit and also Ulteriors. I was not at that show, but uh, but my friend Tyler was. So that was pretty cool. Oh yeah, here it is. Yeah, 2015. That was the last time that they were here. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and they played with Festus. Anyone remember that band? I remember the name, not the band though. I don't. <laughs> okay, so so yeah, I got that show uh, thought of right now, and the other shows that will be uh, that will be coming out. Oh, I gotta say, uh, Crucial Fest finally happened. The one, the all ages show at Kilby Court. I was unfortunately not able to make it to that one, and I feel bad because my friends' bands were playing. Uh, they got. My friend Chris and Box Elder and uh, pretty much all the guys in Despite Despair and Courtney Lane with uh, Lane in the Chain. It just, yeah, it things weren't working out in my favor. Had a very busy weekend. Damn it. Yeah, I'm moving. I was moving the, a lot of stuff this last weekend into my new place, so it it's okay. But Crucial Fest is in full effect, and oh boy, they dropped the lineup just a couple days ago. And I'll be getting to that in a second. Uh, anyway... The show that's, uh, there are two shows going on tonight, at least. I won't, I don't think I will be attending either of them. <laughs> it's just a, just a thing with timing. I mean, at the time we're recording this, it's, uh, the 1st of June, uh, quarter past eight. So most of these shows are probably halfway done by now. But yeah, I will say, I'm not even going to waste my time with it. On the 4th, Hemlock, Swarmer, and Ryle will be playing at Aces. And also on the 4th, Tainted Ink, Badmouth, Dysentery, and Griebler, and Cudney will be playing at The Countdown, which, I remind you, is at 321 American Avenue. Okay. On the 5th, bands will be playing at House of Blues, which is 654 South, 900 West. Those bands will be User Unauthorized, Dysentery, Badmouth, and Griebler. On the 11th, uh, Courtney Lane will be playing again, and this will be their 3D release show. The Lane in the Ta- Chain CD release show at Kilby Court with Mordecai Tempo and Hoppy. They will be in support. And those are all the shows that are coming up in the next uh, 10 days, but I do want to give a shout-out to to Crucial Fest 11. It is a stacked-up lineup. It won't be happening until uh, the end of August. It will be going from the 25th 
to the 28th. So it's a four-day fest, and you and it's a stacked lineup including Cult Leader, Casket Lottery, Wayfarer, Miesmore, Marissa Nadler, Glasslong, American Standards, The Otolith, Shelter Red, Ryle, Throws, Sunsleeper, I Hear Sirens, Sin- Lindsay Heath Orchestra, Charlatan, Swords, Dominion, Mordecai Tempo, Elder Baloo, Swarmer, Holdra, The Holdout, Zombie Cock, Guts, Quits, Done, Threer, Dude Cougar, Narc, Cash of Harvest of Cash, and Gorot. All at the Metro. Nice. So yeah, like I said, it's a four-day uh, a four-day marathon of this and yeah, Crucial Fest hasn't gone that hard since uh, 2019 because you know the pandemic and just like trying to get everything back into back into it again. So little uh, local fests are happening again. That's awesome. We had the General Violence Conference and now we got Crucial Fest coming up. It's it's going on right now, but that is the one to be looking out for. Cool. And and yeah, the actual the actual lineups for the respective dates will be released in due time, but and this is sort of just a uh, very preemptive promo for everybody. So just keep that in mind. Just keep it in mind. It's <laughs> happening. And if any of those bands suit your interest, get your ass down to Metro on any of those days. On all of those fucking days. Everyone needs your support. So, yeah, there was that. I'm really excited. I know I'll be attending. <laughs> awesome. So that's all I got for shows. Well, let's move on from shows into great cover to cover albums. Yours is up first. It's another Salt Lake City band. Yeah. Who who do you got? It's another Salt Lake City band. They are an older band. They've been around since the uh, late '90s. And I talked to him on. I talked to him about this. I, I talked about them on the show before. There we go. And they are a band called Don't Trust Anybody. <laughs> and like I said, they've uh, they've been around for a while, and they've just recently started releasing all of their stuff on Bandcamp. And I can see that Dustin has written down that release date, which is August 11th, 2020. But for this album that I am talking about, that album being Five Degrees of Separation, was released much earlier than that. Okay. <laughs> it was actually released on July 8th, 2014. Okay. And I would know this because this was the first hardcore album from Salt Lake that I got to review for Slug Magazine. Oh, sweet. And I went back just to uh, check the date, and then I read my actual uh, review on it, and I felt... Yeah, to uh, actually kind of present this record, I feel like I should just read it verbatim. Don't worry, it's not long. This is when our uh, <laughs> this is when our slug reviews were still kept at 150 or less words. So, yeah, here we go. Borders, religion, race, politics, and money. According to these SLC hardcore icons, these are the five reasons degrees why there is no unity left on this planet. Through Greg Leffler's punk-like vocals, Tyrone Corey's blast beats, and a, an homage to hardcore legends like Sick of It All and Cause for Alarm, their sound gives the illusion that the album was recorded in 1988. <laughs> DTA rip apart society's inhumanity by attaching these 14 tracks to each of the five degrees. The tracks that do so are Red, We Want Blood, and Cause for Alarm's United Races. The, so- the lyrics to We Want Blood go like, Go to school, get a job, work like a dog, go to church, pray to God, cast your vote, support a war. We want blood. How can you not get caught up in wanting to watch the world burn? (laughs) So yeah, that was the, those were some of my uh, early days of journalism right there. I think it was just barely, not even a year in to writing for Slug Magazine at that point. But here I am now, 
doing journalism still, doing album reviews still. <laughs> Maybe not so much here, but on my Lead Melodies podcast, which you should follow. Right. <laughs> so yeah, the five degrees of separation. Yeah, I got a couple of uh, songs that are picked that are uh, picked out. One of which you could probably guess, but the first one is the opening song, Do You Play in a Band? And it is about as straightforward, hardcore, as far as lyricism as you can get, with Greg just kind of calling out all these uh, all these people just rising themselves and presenting themselves as top-tier punk aficionados, just thinking that they know everything about the seed, where it's like, okay, you know, it really doesn't matter how long you've been in the scene. If you're acting like a dickhead, you're still a dickhead. True. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's basically what this song is about. And, yep, I just really love the lyrics. I love its straightforward uh, attitude and just really just calling people out on their shit. That's what hardcore always was about. That's what punk rock always was about. So, so yeah, the style may have changed. The names have been changed. The bands have been changed. But the attitude is still the same. So here's Do You Play in a Band? Yeah, those lyrics really resonate with me. Uh, They've really resonated with me currently. Because if you remember uh, a couple weeks ago when I was talking about the faux critic we got at our goat horse show. Right. (laughs) The guy who was just calling us out on our shit. Those lyrics to that song were just going in my head like, do you play in a band? (laughs) Because that's literally what we asked him. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's good to know that uh, bands like Don't Trust Anybody they're they're given the uh, uh, reassurance that hey, you're not the only one. <laughs> but yeah, every band who is out there has been criticized one way or another, no matter how small. Um, one thing I wanted to say about the the way that this album was presented, how it was released, when it was given to me to review. It was given, not in a CD case, not in a little cardboard case or a jewel case or anything like that, but a packing envelope. You know, this little uh, six by (laughs) ten envelope, which was black, and it had the logo uh, of what the album cover was written on it, which was just a snake surrounding, uh, coiling up against a flagpole, and the flag waving said DTA. So you open it up, and there is the... uh, seven or eight lyric pages, which are just pages. They're just little sleeves like that. And each one has the, okay, there were five. There were five of them because they had little emblems representing the five different degrees, which I, which I said at the beginning of my review. <laughs> and then of course there was the CD in a little, uh, 
in a little uh, plastic slot. <laughs> so, yeah, that is a way to uh, give the album out. Right. So, I love that. And also, another thing on this album, you can find it on Bandcamp right now, but there are two songs that are uh, that have been omitted from the release. Why? Because they are cover songs. One was uh, United uh, uh, United Forces Forces by Cause for Alarm, like I said, and also Good Looking Out by Sick of It All. Oh, cool. Yeah, they have played them live. You know, I was there, along with some other covers. They covered Salt by Good Riddance. That was pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. That's another story, by the way. <laughs> that is another story. Um, and it's really cool to hear Greg talk about that story because he was there, man. That's awesome. Uh, but that's another story for another time. Uh, keep rolling it back to the uh, album, Five Degrees. Yeah, I got to give it to the song We Want Blood because I love those lyrics. I love that it's still calling out still calling out that uh, need to spill blood, to talk, to just... Spill the blood of your enemies to conquer them and everything. And yet once again, shit's going on back east. <laughs> Way east of Europe. You know, the whole Ukraine thing. But it's still going on, fellas. Right. This is my version of putting the Ukraine flag in my uh, front, front room window or something like that. It's just playing songs that are still unfortunately relevant today. Right. <laughs> and most likely will be relevant in the next... Two, three centuries. <laughs> I'm sure. Because if there's anything that the human race has proved to, I don't know what else, <laughs> just proved to ourselves is that we really dislike each other. Yes. <laughs> conflict. There will always be conflict. Yep. That's the one thing we'll be remembered for, if we're remembered at all. You know, it's funny. We're not going to leave much of a trace when we all leave. <laughs> right? Yeah. Maybe some styrofoam. <laughs> Maybe yeah, the plastic bags, <laughs> but it will it'll all be absorbed back in the back in the earth. You know, a few it'll take a couple thousand years, ten thousand years. I think that's what the estimate is. I watched a Nova documentary on this. Okay. It's pretty it's pretty ridiculous. Okay. I'm getting way off track. <laughs> please, Dustin, please play the song. We want blood. Shot the back, cover up front, front of the road. So let's say we won't blow. So we won't say we won't blow. But it's just still not the right Take care of each one for yourself. So it's gonna ruin our deep cut. Go to bed, rest, so we won't blow. Go to school, get a job, work like a dog. What's your money? What's your blood? Go to church, pray to God, and what's your blood? Cast the most important one, we won't blow. Bury your head in the sand. Keeping old school hardcore alive. I love that. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, the rest of DTA. Every time I see you guys, it's just so just so pleasant. Always got a smile on their faces. Always just happy to hang out. Just really down-to-earth folks. I love all four of you. 
and I love your band. And yeah, listen to this album. Go on the Bandcamp and check out this album and the rest of their releases. They're all good. They are one of the best hardcore bands to come out of Salt Lake. And yeah, download them and crank your speakers, buddy. I mean, really, crank your speakers. This is some very (laughs) lo-fi music. You really have to turn that shit up to get the full effects. Right. That's cool. Well, my album is Split District. It's a band I played before on the show. The album came out November 12th of 2021, so it's not that old. But I played a track on this episode. I played a track on Punkanoi Worldwide. And it was uh, a show of hands and the villains in the car. The villains in the car had a video put out right around that time. And I really like it. Uh, I want to thank Matt for sending uh, a copy of the vinyl. And that's absolutely why I'm playing it right now. It's like, oh, yeah, I really like this album. I've been spinning the vinyl. And, like, yeah, let's let's play some more. Uh, they're from Sheboygan in Wisconsin. It features Matt, who also is in the band Radio Hate, and John, who's in the band The Darbs. Cool band. Let's get into a track from it. The, the first one that I'm going to play is called It's Coming On. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what you think. It's towards the end, so there are, I want to say there's 12 tracks. I think it's 12 tracks on there, not 13. I want to say it's 12. And this is track number 11, so here you go.
It's coming on. That's the first track. Coming on to you. Yes. So the other tracks are kind of in the middle too. The I could have, I was debating on one of the opening tracks, but I just really like these ones and wanted to go with these ones. Uh, the reason why I'm naming off the number of track, it's the next one is track number nine, but it's We'll Take You Home. And I'm sure specifically for the guys in the band, it's not the closing track for their reasons. They didn't put it as a closing track, but... I thought, we'll take you home. Well, that's where we're at. We're going to take you home. We're starting to wrap up the show. We're wrapping up the punk portion of the show. Yeah. And so we're going to let Split District take us home through the punk portion of the show anyway with We'll Take You Home, second track off of Invitation to Exile. Talking about this earlier, <laughs> punk rock and roll. Yeah, 
I was just thinking that. I'm like, hey, this is sounding a little familiar. <laughs> right? Yeah, but instead of from the East Coast, it's from the Midwest. There you go. Uh, I like it. I, I dig the Split uh, Split District, and Invitation to Exile is a cool album. Uh, split District uh, being you know two different guys from two different bands, but doing this project together, so I'm not sure what the future is for Split District, but... Uh, both really cool bands, and so if you're, you're digging Split District and you've checked out Invitation to Exile and you don't, you don't want to wait to see what comes, then you should check out The Darbs and you should check out Radio Hate. I know Radio Hate has two albums out already, both very good albums. Yeah. I like I do like Radio Hate. <laughs> yes. Maybe because I... Maybe because I can... Uh, what is it? Relate so fervently... To that name. <laughs> <laughs> right. I hate radio. Radio hates me. So, great. Right. Well, that's an awesome album. Great cover to cover for me. We're wrapping up the punk portion of the show. Eric, let's get into those non-punk tracks. What do you have for the show? Well, let's see. Non-punk. I know this will be a bit of a stretch, but they are more sludge than punk. <laughs> so, okay. i say it's a sludgy metal core. So... But still, I categorize them in the uh, metal category. That band is Armed for Apocalypse. Now, I have a kind of a funny reason as to why they are on this episode. It's because Bobby from, uh, uh, from, f- God damn it, I almost said Spit Fury, which actually sounds pretty cool. All right, I'm going to trademark that and I'm going to go with it. Track. That's, uh, that's going to be a new track for yeah. you. Spit Fury. Almost like Spit My Rage. Right. <laughs> Spit Fury. No. Uh, yeah, Bobby from Hell Fury was wearing their shirt as a tank top. And I was like, holy shit. More people know about this band. That is awesome. <laughs> I mean, I know more people know about them. But, you know. Uh, you know. Not many people in my immediate circle do. So I called it out like, hey, I love your shirt. I love those guys. And like, oh, hell yeah. They fucking rules. I'm like, fuck yeah, they do. <laughs> so that just was kind of like, hey, you know what? It's been a while since I listened to them. So I listened to them uh, earlier today and uh, I was like, God damn it. I think I have my metal pick for today <laughs> or my <laughs> non-punk pick, which just happens to keep being a lot of metal songs, but whatever. What are you going to do? Right? <laughs> Stop me? No. <laughs> so the album I was listening to was The Road Will End. And so many good songs on this record. So many tracks to choose from. Especially that first one. Just the title alone. The starting line is a tripwire. I'm like, yeah, there we go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I've seen them uh, twice now. The first show, this was really stupid. It was at the old loading dock. They only had two... Sh- Two bands, including them. The first one, some mediocre metalcore band that was done by a bunch of high school kids. And I know this because the entire crowd that was there were high school kids. I was like, oh yeah, you were just handing out flyers and telling all your friends at school that you were playing a show. Well, cool. That's a pretty good audience. Except they left with the band right after their set. I'm like, oh, you guys are dicks. That is not... That is the opposite of show etiquette. Right. So, so it was just me and one other person. One other person. Two people watch it arm for Apocalypse, and we just every now and then bumped into each other just to kind of create some movement. 
But they still killed it. They still put on a good show. And I went and hung out with them afterwards. And they're like, thank you for sticking around, man. But we were <laughs> we were afraid we are going to be playing to an empty room. Just playing to the sound guy. <laughs> it's wow. like, well, dude. I listen to you guys. You guys are awesome. I wanna, I wanted to show up and support. I happen to be going to another show tonight as well. What show? Guttermouth. Guttermouth is playing. Oh fuck! I guess we gotta go with you, dude. Meet us up at the bar. I guess they didn't show up. I don't remember seeing them there, <laughs> but that's kind of a funny story I had attached to this band. So, and I've been listening to them ever since. Uh, the song that I chose. Um, it's kind of a, it's kind of funny. It's another song about. People fighting in a war. I didn't really do that to kind of, uh, you know, stand on my soapbox and preach about the war going on in, uh, in the Eastern Europe. It just kind of happened that, that way. <laughs> this just happens to be my favorite song on the record. It's called Built to Kill. Let's listen to it.
So yeah, sludge metal with some breakdowns like that. Right. <laughs> and I love that. Don't fool yourself. Your safety net has you trapped. Your blood is in the water. Remember who you're working for. <laughs> and then that, uh, why are you so negative? At least you're clocking in. <laughs> <laughs> yep, again, they still have that kind of hardcore mentality of calling out people on their bullshit. This right. one just happens to be towards the uh, military-industrial complex. And yeah, it is complex. But one thing that's not complex is that, yeah, it just, it sucks. Right. <laughs> it sucks. The fact that we have something that exists like that sucks. Oh, God. I'm going to wear myself out. So those were all. That ends my picks of tonight. Dustin's got a new new metal song. I do. in the wings. So this band might be, they started as a band, I want to say like an 88 or something like that. This is their third album. The band's called Cradle of... Thorns. thorns. <laughs> yeah, it's the mix between Cradle of Filth and Crown of Thorns. There you go. <laughs> then nobody knew they wanted. Maybe there's a reason for that that is relating to it. I don't know that part. But what I do know is that their third album called Download This came out in 1996. I was a sophomore in high school, transitioning, I guess, into junior year, depending on when this came out. But I remember loving this. I remember for a period of time... This was the album that I was listening to the most. And like I say, they might be pre-New Metal-ish. I don't know. This was their th third and final album as the band Cradle of Thorns. They changed their name, uh, I want to say, like the next year or something like that, to Videodrone. Then they released one album in 99. And then a couple years later, they were done as a band. I think they got back together in like 06 to 15 or... Something like that, but I don't think they ever released anything during that window. And hmm. uh, their webpage went away, so they never officially dissolved, but didn't really do anything else in that era as far as releasing music. So, mm -hmm. uh, one of the guys in the band, though, he's active on a Facebook page. I just saw that earlier today, and they're talking about putting out videos of some sort of creating videos for some of the music, one of which they were doing, or he was anyway a poll of what to do from uh, of a couple tracks from this album, Download This, that came out in 96. Uh, this track right here, Picture Perfect, was one of those, and that was just a couple days ago, so I don't know if this is going to be a video that they released, but you can definitely go follow them on Facebook at Cradle of Thorns 123. We'll get to all of those again here shortly, but I figured I'd put that one out for that reason. They all are right. from Bakersfield, California, where good old punk Chris is from. Yeah, where good old Jonathan Davis is from. Right. <laughs> Speaking of new metal. <laughs> right. Well, well, we'll see what you think as far as how new metalish this is, but it was definitely in that era of music I was listening to when I was listening to a lot of things that did fall under that new metal umbrella. So here we go. Cradle of Thorns with Picture Perfect. And we're giving you a glimpse It's survival of the fittest When the numbers of the dead Are too large to cover here So they go unaccounted Well, power and sufficient That the 
things that come and hit you Don't make no rich, can't unlock them I'll be your trigger, go hungry Cause mom, she spent the money Cause she can't kick a habit We're like sparks, I will predict there will be nothing in your paycheck The only thing you can't afford is your friends who room aboard The day to day is how you live it oh, We'll come back to the place where there is no myth or race You're either rich or you're poor And as a blessed, go on stress that you go undressed The bill collectors at your back door can hear where the new metal comes in but it sounds more like the music that predates new metal it's sort of like the i think the band that i hear the most out of this is faith no more okay <clears throat> yeah it sounds uh pretty close to them but sort of like a uh a more menacing version of that there's like an in-between between faith no more and corn 
you know, if it's not quite as intense or as chaotic as what Korn's output was known for, but it's also not as, you know, funky as Faith No More. Right. But it's that in-between where it's sort of keeping that, uh, it's sort of keeping the melody going along with the groove, but it still has that, you know, that rapping flow right. above it. That's what, a, and that's what a Faith No More was accomplishing, and that was kind of a, kind of lost in corn. You know, he wasn't. You could listen to corn, and you could tell Jonathan Davis wasn't exactly rapping so much as he was yelling. Right. <laughs> and so, yeah, kind of an even mixture of both. Although this, uh, although corn was already. Uh, well endowed with fans and singles that everyone was listening to and albums everyone had as well by the time uh, this one came out. So, by 96, yeah. but again, the band started in 88 and had two previous albums before 96. So that's why I was like, eh, you, you know, they were, mm-hmm. as you said, they were pre what new metal was and maybe they've evolved in their sound to kind of get, as you stated, somewhere yeah. in between. So it's like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call them objectively new metal, sort of in the same way I wouldn't call a band like uh, Rage Against the Machine new metal, or the aforementioned uh, Faith No More. Right. You know, I don't think they're new metal. I think they're their own thing, but you can tell where the inspiration was coming from. Right. I'm with you. That's Cradle of Thorns. Off of Download This, it was picture perfect. Welcome to your life. Eric. Cool life. <laughs> we're going to wrap up the show. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Music, Amazon, Music, Player FM, and SLCPunkCast.com. The bands can be found on Instagram at SnuffXTape, at Stormtroopers of Love, at Nurses Dead Bodies, at Hellfury ATX, at RB Punk Band, at DTASLHC, and that's for Don't Trust Anybody, and the show's at SLC Punkcast. Eric. Where can we find you? You can find me on my personal Instagram page at scaryuncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. Uh, you can find my band Anonymous on Instagram at anonymous underscore band official and on Facebook at anonymous SLC. And you can find our merch and download our EP on anonymous SLC.bandcamp.com. And I should mention we are on all other streaming platforms that includes YouTube and Spotify and Apple Music, you can find us there. We'll make we'll make a ten ten percent of the pennies on the dollar <laughs> if you stream us enough. Anyway, my other band, The Apathetics, you can find us on Instagram at theapathetics.slc and on Facebook at The Apathetics. And we should be releasing a new single sometime in this decade. <laughs> Eventually, it's like it's one song, and we keep going back and like uh, fitting it into the shoe we have. <laughs> oh God, it's a it's really weird. Uh, anyway. I'm excited to hear it whenever it comes out. Yeah, well, yeah, if ever. <laughs> God damn. Anyway, you can find my other podcast, Lead Melodies, on Instagram at leadmelodies underscore podcast and on Facebook at lead.melodies.podcast.slc. In a couple of weeks, I will be working on and releasing episode four. It is in the making. A lot of shit's been going on in my life. I've had to put a lot of stuff on the on hold for a minute. So don't worry. This summer, it's coming back into full fruition. Anyway... You can also find uh, 
find a way to keep updated with shows happening in Salt Lake City on my Facebook page, SLC Hardcore. And it is just that. Just type in SLC Hardcore. You will find it. Awesome. The bands can be found on Facebook at Snuff X Tape, at Stormtroopers of Love, at Nurses Dead Bodies, at Health Fury ATX, at RB Punk Band. And yes, there was a lot of consistency there. That's not normal. Some, some, t- huh. you know, there's always one band that has the little bit different or something like that, but consistency up to that point. Uh, uh, where are we at? Facebook wow. at Split District, at Armed for Apocalypse, and finally at Cradle of Thorns 123, as I stated. The show's at SLC Punkcast. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Listen to the show. Hope you found some cool music, enjoyed some music, enjoyed some stories. Uh, get out there, support the bands, go to your shows, do the same stuff that we're doing and talking about, and keep listening. Eric, any final thoughts for a wrap-up show? Well, I do have one more show to add. Okay. <laughs> and it is also on the 4th. Like I, like I said, there's one going at 321 American Avenue and one going on at Aces. Uh, but there is one more, and it is a hardcore show at DLC, which is at the Quarters Bar. And that is Snuff Tape. Suffocator and Moon Teeth. So that will be a banger. That will be a fun one to go to. Awesome. So looks like I'll be seeing Snuff Tape yet again. <laughs> so we'll be seeing you uh, this weekend, Alex. I'm sorry, Alec. <laughs> what? It's, it was off by one letter. Close. I don't know very many Alex in my life. Yeah, so I just called you by your plural. How about, how about that? How about that? <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's all I have to add. One thing I do have to say will be reserved for the next episode because it will make sense in that context, trust me. Play the fucking outro.